the warmest of greetings to you, and welcome to Happily Ever Teaching! This is the podcast to help you enthrall your learners in a knowledge-rich curriculum using the best teaching method known to science, storytelling! To do this, we feature special guest educators who are passionately keen to empower your children. I am storyteller Chip Cahoon, and with me today is... Hi, I'm Helen. I'm a teacher in a small primary school in Northamptonshire at the moment. I teach year one and two. And I'm Nicola, and I'm teaching in a school in Southampton. I've been involved in primary education for 28 years, and I've also taught at university, hopefully inspiring another generation of teachers as well. And today we are exploring learning outcomes in geography with an incredible story created by a pupil from the year three and four class of Kern Engane Primary School. You can listen to the story by downloading downloading our sister podcast fables and fairy tales or search our website epictales.co.uk for bright brave but broken there you'll find a video of me telling the story that you can share with your children and if you're an epic educator as of january 2023 you'll also get the story as a special edition paperback brightly illustrated by mario coelho a special large print edition that's perfect for shared reading and including 16 written lesson plans based on the discussion we're about to have don't worry if you missed that though as you can also order the book from any bookshop including amazon and educator members of our epic book club can access the ebook and lesson plans through the epic tales app in fact i'd like to take a quick moment to thank everyone who's signed up to our book club so far because by doing so you're also supporting this podcast so we can keep sharing these off-the-shelf lesson ideas every single week Right now, though, let's continue our discussion with Helen, Nicola, Billy, and I I do feel that we've kind of left GZ behind, but there you go. (laughs) (laughs) GZ. He he needs to dash to catch up. It's because Billy's flying now, isn't it? And we're looking at the humanities today. I think it's down in the early years of primary, ages four to seven, that we're exploring the geography with you. Helen, which regular listeners will know is probably not that much of a surprise. <laughs> Are there going to be maps involved? Of course there. Of course, a quest map. Who wouldn't need a quest map? <laughs> oh, of course, a quest map. You should map. never go on a quest without a map. That's when problems happen. Um, <laughs> but I'm actually going to start with my other idea because then that feeds into the quest map. Okay. So I thought we could out the um, Billy and Jeezy encounter um, an earthquake and mm. a volcano. Well, it's a pool of lava, but I've kind of assumed it's linked to a volcano. There's probably going to be yeah a volcano around there somewhere. I thought it would be a good opportunity to look at some natural phenomena, which, you know, can can turn into natural disasters, but I call them natural phenomena for these purposes, because I thought it'd be just Mm -hmm. great to look at some different natural events like earthquakes, volcanoes, tornadoes, uh, whirlpools, all these exciting natural events mm-hmm. that children love you know when you see see them on a youtube video before they've necessarily become a disaster for humankind i think just look at what they are you know the crazy yeah. weather that that we could have and in early years in key stage one i know i know in key stage two it's often a topic sort of volcanoes earthquakes all these natural disasters but in in early years key stage one just just looking at them as either earth or, or weather events and being mm. amazed by them and learning what their names are and sort of begin to learn what they look like and how they happen and that could link yeah. into um, when we were talking about English and adapting the story. If you had a look at these first, they could come into your story 
when the children are writing their story, they could put some of these different events in uh, instead yes, of the yeah. instead of the ones that the characters come across in the story. To make their own quest, yes. you mean? So they've got to overcome a rising tornado or yeah. something. Gotcha. So that was kind of my first idea. And you could take that as far as you like. And then that links into the, the quest map, the inevitable quest map. Um, <laughs> they may have been you know, better prepared for this quest had they had a map of where these things were, they could have avoided them or planned planned mm. ahead for them. You know, they don't have to avoid them if, if they know that there's... Uh, lava pool coming up they could maybe prepare better for it that's true so i thought you could go through the story picking out the geographical features i mean it even starts with um being under a tree or does it not it does yeah Yeah. it starts in starts in the forest with billy being under the tree and there's there must be a field nearby because gazelle is munching away so you've got all these geographical features to talk about naming the geographical features and then putting them onto a map and if you want Mm. you can then add having already learnt about the other natural features you might find you could add those onto your map as well i've done this before where you you can create a giant map outdoors using natural materials to build the different aspects i've done it before with early years where i've got the children to represent the different features so we've made a, a map out of people mm. and, and then you look in key stage one you start looking at a key for a map and popping a compass on the map and make it a little bit more formal using symbols but there's loads of different ways to look at maps never ending i like the idea of billy and gazelle making this map as they go along yes. just in case there's anybody else who needs to go on the quest after them ah oh, they can be pioneers i like that yeah exactly they're they're giving you the the idea of what to do yes. next if you take children outside to role play the story they could do that themselves give them a clipboard mm. <laughs> give them a <laughs> give them a clipboard a piece of paper and a pencil that will definitely get lost so you need to take a few spares <laughs> take them for a little wander you can do the you know on go on the quest but create a map as they go and that can always be a rough copy of the map to see what they know and they can then use those maps to find the pencils that they've lost absolutely so many (laughs) pencils lost while map making in the outdoor area yeah and and you're you're right thinking back to the natural phenomena you were discussing at the start that uh, kids do get really fascinated by you know watching the the havoc wrecked by a tornado or watching uh, volcanoes explode that there is something just absolutely fascinating about seeing the powers of the natural world, which I think links quite neatly into what Nicola's likely to be discussing looking at uh, religious education with ages 7 to 11. I am the M word, miracles. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Was this a miracle? Probably because there was some magic involved, but um, he is also the miracle was him believing in himself as well and the journey that he went on. But there are so many wonderful examples of miracles. Certainly if we look at Mm. the Bible, miracles... uh, stories that Jesus told, a miracle of, sort of feeding the 5,000. So sharing stories with miracles, sharing stories where somebody was up against the odds, where it was like, they're not going to be able to do that. They're not, and, then, and then they did. One of my favourites of that mm. is actually Moses yeah. um, in the Old Testament, where he had a, a speech impediment. There's a story about him putting his hand towards some coals when he was younger to be tested by mm. the Pharaoh, whether or not he could come in to live in the palace and he put these coals in his mouth which meant he couldn't actually speak so he had a disability and I I love using that with children because it's like we all have things that we find difficult or in areas that are hard Moses however ended up leading Mm. thousands of slaves out of Egypt you know with a speech impediment so Mm. he he did pretty well to do that so although it wasn't necessarily the same sort of miracle in Mm. terms of the stories that Jesus told it it certainly shows you can be up against the odds and still achieve it and I think that can also also be linked into the the friendship that you have between Billy yes. and GZ because yes, uh, wasn't it 
um, because he had help from Aaron, Aaron that yes. he was able to get around the speech impediment mm. problem. Aaron sort of became Moses' mouthpiece. Yeah, exactly. That's right. And actually, that that links brilliantly with the story. It does. Good yeah, point. with working Definitely. working together and mm. relying on yeah. your your yeah. friends yeah. slash family. Very good point. And the fact that miracles happen when you do that, absolutely. And I'm sure there's examples in other faiths as well of that. So I think finding those stories. And, and sort of seeing parallels within the story that we're telling and looking at the meanings in those stories and just reinforcing the PSHE as well would be mm-hmm. a nice task to do for RE. Absolutely fabulous. Well, literally fabulous, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we have time for in this episode, folks. If you'd like to talk to us about anything you've heard in this podcast or if there's a subject you are soon to teach that you'd like us to cover, you can find us on social media using at teachhappily or leave us a review using your favourite podcast app. Please also share this podcast with your colleagues and help us start a story-led revolution in classrooms around the world so children everywhere can enjoy knowledge-rich learning in a way that's effective, memorable and enjoyable all at the same time. Just a reminder that you can also get these lesson ideas as written lesson plans in the special educator edition of Bright, Brave But Broken by finding it on Amazon. Or have new collections of stories and lesson plans from all across the curriculum sent to you every single month by joining the Epic Book Club. Check our show notes for details or visit epictales.co.uk. Tomorrow, Billy and GZ will help us explore learning outcomes in design and technology. But right now, it only remains for us to say cheerio, and we hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio! Cheerio. And And we we hope hope to hear hear your your story story soon. soon!